0: The Bridge Season 2, we are back. And man, I am excited for some of the content that we are ready to put out for you guys for Season 2. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Thank you for praying for this podcast. Thank you to our guests in the previous episodes for joining us. I am excited for what conversations we're going to open up, for what topics we're going to discuss And uh, thank you to everybody for just supporting The Bridge Podcast. And uh, I hope that you are being blessed. I hope that you are uh, receiving something, being challenged from these episodes. But man, we've got a lot more coming up. So I hope you guys are ready. And you know what they say, new season, new intro. Run it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bridge Podcast. I know we've been away for a little bit, but we want to welcome and welcome you guys back, and and thank you guys for joining us again on the second season of this podcast. And uh, I know it's been a while, guys, but I'm excited. Uh, We've got a lot of great content coming. We've got a lot of great guests, uh, a lot of great conversations that we've opened up over the past couple months. Um, I know, I know it's been pretty brutal with COVID. I know a lot of you have been maybe going back to work or going back to school or, uh, you know, maybe picking up a new hobby, whatever it might be. Uh, but right now, we're we just so excited that we can uh, continue opening up different conversations uh, about the things that are going on in our world, in our lives, in our ministries, and uh, hopefully uh, bridge the gap uh, that, that many of us have, answer some of the questions, maybe open up some of the topics of discussion so that we can... Uh, kind of learn and grow in our knowledge uh, and and perspectives of different things uh, and and ultimately will help us grow and and walk uh, move further along on the path that God has set for us but man I want to thank everybody for the support in season one Uh, we had eight episodes in the first season and we had some pretty incredible guests some incredible uh, men and women of God who have come on and, uh, and, and, and had these conversations, talked about many different things. We talked about COVID. We talked about uh, uh, entrepreneurship. We talked about all kinds of different things in ministry, aspects of ministry, and uh, it, it was just some really great content that I hope has blessed you guys and, and hope uh, has uh, encouraged you and challenged you as well in many different areas. Uh, let me just say right now, though, that Season 2 is coming in hot. It's coming in, it's coming in hard. And, and, and let me tell you, man, we got our first guest here today, our first guest for season two, and I am so excited uh, to have him. He's my brother. He's my friend. Uh, we've known each other for a couple years now, and he has been such a huge blessing, uh, not just to me uh, personally in my life, but in my ministry. And I'm just so blessed to, to know this uh, very wise, uh, very mature man of God, and uh, he's got a lot of things to share. And we're going to open up a really serious topic today um that uh, i know you got to understand is a very important thing and we're going to talk about that later on uh but first i want to welcome my brother my friend elvis tembo bro how are you doing tonight
1: i'm doing good brother how are you
0: doing i'm good i'm good bro i'm good it's it's a it's a blessing to have you on here bro uh i'm just so thankful that, that you can join us here uh i i know it's been a it's been an interesting uh past couple months for you uh, and, and I'm sure we can talk about that later. Some of the things yeah. that you've uh, accomplished and gone through, uh, which is yeah. really exciting, and uh, some some other experiences. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll talk about later on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but, I know. I
1: know. Yeah, it's such yeah. a great honor for me to be here, man. I really appreciate the invite. It's our honor Absolutely, to be
0: here. absolutely, yeah. bro. And, and I'm just really excited that we uh, you can come on as well. And chat, but uh, bro, before we before we kick off any other any other topics. Uh, I want our listeners to know uh, a little bit about you, a little bit about who you are. Maybe share a little bit about yourself, a bit of your background, uh, just so that our, our peeps can know uh, here on the Bridge Podcast who is Elvis Tembo.
1: Yeah, for sure, I can do that. Um, so my name's uh, like you said, Elvis Tembo. I am uh, Zambian. Um, I came to Winnipeg in 2014, and I came here to do my undergrad. So I came uh to study at the University of Manitoba. Initially, I came to study engineering, but uh, I realized I wasn't my calling, so I switched mm-hmm. to business, mm-hmm. and uh, I studied in the Asper School of Business. Mm-hmm. I actually graduated um, uh, February twenty twenty. Yes. In, uh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, thank you, uh, brother! Thank you so much. <laughs> this was <man>. the year. <laughs> 2020, I know, 2020 is the year, bro. 2020, it's it's been something, but we are grateful to God for everything. Yes, absolutely. We're grateful for everything, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did a double major. I did a honours degree from uh, Asper School of Business. I majored in supply chain operations management, and I also majored in marketing. So, um, it was great uh, being in Asper, a very creative place, always hard-working people, amazing place, and uh, yeah. So that's about me. That's uh, mm-hmm. what I studied, and uh, well,
0: I don't know what else. You. <laughs> you no, that's that's you good, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. that's interesting though, bro. Because I remember uh, yeah. when when you first came, like, right. and you came twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty four. Yeah. So it's been a couple. It's been a while, bro. Like it's it's,
1: it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Since a minute since you, first you know. Came. Six years. It feels like it's been three years. Yeah, you know, a lot of stuff has happened. Uh, mm-hmm. It was. It was really. It was really hard for me to like. The transition was the hardest. Like mm-hmm. coming yeah. back from Zambia, and coming to Winnipeg. There was a lot of things I had to adjust to. You know, like yeah. the weather. The, the for the most part, the weather was. Yeah, talk about that, bro, for a re- second. How, yeah, how, you was, yeah. how you feel about the weather? How you feel about the weather? Tell us how you feel. Bro. The win- the winter was really hard to adjust to. You know, coming from yeah. uh, Zambia, which is in southern Africa, it's 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 warm like all year round, and even when when it's cold season, because we only have like rain season, cold season, mm-hmm. and like the yep. summer, and the cold season is only like it only goes up to like the lowest. I think it can go is like five degrees. Wow, and that's like extremely cold for for my yeah. country
0: people. You know, that's that's but, t-shirt um, weather over here, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> when I go
1: home, I'm like, you you people are feeling cold right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that is- so you got accustomed to the weather, eh? You, you feel like yeah, you're more yeah. Canadian now? yeah. In in, in in six years? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I really oh, have. Yeah, yeah, that's I good. Really
1: have. Can, can you imagine yeah.
0: living here for six years and you still don't get accustomed to the weather? That That is brutal, bro. Like every, no, that, that, every year, brutal. the winters worse. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like the first, the second, and the third time is the hardest. But like the fourth, fifth time, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's hard, but it's all good. It's all yeah, good. yeah, you know, for sure. You, you get used to it. You get used yeah. to it absolutely
0: yeah. like my family my family when we came here in 97 uh, of course i was a little kid so i wasn't as, as affected in the transition as my my parents were but they came during a blizzard bro imagine Whoa. coming from philippines you know <laughs> to the, the <laughs> minus 40 degrees weather is, is crazy, so. so
1: wait um you and pastor and your mom you arrived in the winter time
0: we came in the winter time bro. We we Whoa. didn't know
1: what was what was coming from. <laughs> I we came did. in the fall, so I was like it kinda yeah. like it was like a slow transition. You yeah. know. But uh, I can you imagine. got eased into it. Yeah. Yeah, I was eased into it, you know. I got we, like, we a, didn't,
0: like a warning shot. We didn't do our research, bro. That's what <laughs> <laughs> We didn't do our research. Man, but it's crazy bro that, that you came out yeah. here in Winnipeg and I, but I remember uh when uh, when you first came we talked a little bit uh, Yeah. uh, I had the blessing of of being able to communicate with you early on in your time here in Winnipeg, and we got to know each other uh, pretty good. I remember you telling me, bro, that uh, Winnipeg wasn't actually, like, your only choice. You had some other options.
1: Yes, uh,
0: To go. Tell us about that, bro.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... uh in the in the beginning, I was actually supposed to go to the University of Greenwich in in the UK in the United. Bro, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Man. And uh, I was doing applications for that. I had my uh-huh. dad's friend who, who lived in the UK for a very very long time. He was helping me out with uh, the applications and everything uh-huh. like that. But um, like stuff just didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. the application just didn't go through. Um, I didn't even like managed to apply for my visa and everything and Mm -hmm. i just i just feel like uh i I like the uk but i wasn't really trying to pursue staying there because of the the immigration laws that they have are very strict Mm -hmm. so for example if you if you go there and you study let's say for four years or five years they only give you a one-year work permit and after it's done you have to leave either you have to leave or renew is really hard or you have to marry someone for you to actually like Mm -hmm. you know get your papers right and i knew i wasn't gonna be you know i didn't want to put myself in that position for sure and uh, i have an aunt here in in montreal and she told me about canada and uh, the opportunities here if you graduate you know you're eligible to apply for a work permit for three years you can easily get your pr and like canada became attractive to me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and uh, i visited these agents uh, back home in zambia they helped like High school graduates to like apply for for um, for for uni for university mm-hmm. here so I, I approached them and they told me oh if you want to study engineering uh, the University of Manitoba is a good school for engineering and that's how I applied to university of uh, the u of m However, Mm -hmm. they did tell me about the weather. They told me the winter might be a bit crazy, but they did (laughs) not really (laughs) warn me, you know. They didn't really tell you in depth. They just said, it's a little little rough, a little cold, you
0: know, here and there. Yeah. That that sounds very Canadian of them, you know. That sounds very Canadian.
1: So, uh, (laughs) yeah. So, I I I changed my mind about the UK because of the immigration laws. And, um, yeah, I just felt like it it, it wasn't going to work for me. Cool. Yeah. I decided to come to Canada, Winnipeg, mm. and yeah the story started right there
0: so so yeah. why not uh, why not Montreal I mean you, you mentioned you had family there right right like, how, why not go to school in Montreal and, and how come you decided to come Winnipeg instead
1: uh, so Montreal the, the thing was uh, I was thinking like uh, coming uni as a young person I, I was thinking I didn't want to like have my aunt always there i was like uh, Maybe i want to just like try and be mature by myself you sure, know go to a sure, whole yeah. new place and plus my aunt actually did not really support the idea of me being in montreal because of the language barrier i cannot uh, speak any french at all I
0: see. and
1: she said you know you might have to start you know taking classes are interested in french and everything i said it's a nice language but i'm not trying to learn yeah. french right now yes, yeah fair so enough. Fair enough. yeah so i decided to um to like uh, just to come here but actually i don't know if i ever told you this but i actually tried to uh move to montreal when i was in my when i just got done with my second year when i was transitioning uh-huh. to my third year actually, yeah. i actually applied to um concordia university i applied straight to oh, okay. john Morrison, uh school of business yeah there and i was applying from like asper school of business to john molson school of business and they actually Mm -hmm. accepted me and i actually traveled to montreal and i learned that they they had like extra 10 core courses that i needed to take so it was like Mm -hmm. they wanted to move me back into my like my second year like beginning my my second and that was a no for me because i was really trying to get down yeah yeah i mean you work hard for that second year right yeah, exactly. I said yeah. I, I I'm just gonna go back to Winnipeg and just get everything done, and my aunt mm-hmm. encouraged that idea, and my parents were like, you know, you you go for what you feel you wanna do, but um, I feel like completing school was very important for me than uh, you know mm-hmm. moving to Montreal later. So,
0: Absolutely, yeah. man. It it mm-hmm. really seems like every every aspect of the journey. That you went from Zambia to to Winnipeg. It seemed like God had always, like, made a certain way for you to end up back in Winnipeg, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not I yeah. See it. It's <laughs> exactly. like it's like you're meant to be here, bro. You're
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, which is really uh, when I think about it, I think it was it's really beautiful because uh, yeah. that's really true. It's like I was destined to be here because mm-hmm. uh, me coming here, I could have gone to Toronto, or Vancouver, but I came to Winnipeg. And Mm -hmm. even when i tried to leave winnipeg my parents actually encouraged me to move to montreal Mm -hmm. and my aunt said you know if you are if you are like having trouble staying by yourself you're just alone there it's getting to you being by being alone you can actually come here like you you might not just focus on trying to get a job just focus on school and don't mind the language and everything but like somehow i still ended up being here so I truly think um, I was supposed to be here. And I feel yeah. like one of the main reasons is because, like, you know, Winnipeg is a, it's a smaller city, right? Compared yeah. to Montreal and Toronto. Like, mm-hmm. bigger cities, it's so many distractions, you know, for mm-hmm. school. I think Winnipeg is a great place for school, actually. It keeps you mm-hmm. focused. And uh, there's not much going on, you know. You just close friends and uh, and mm-hmm. you focus on your ground. yeah.
0: Absolutely, man. That's 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 really good, man. That's a mm-hmm. little shout out to Winnipeg, man. If there's any yeah. any students out in other cities, you know, Winnipeg's the place to come, man. We'll,
1: Winnipeg is a place.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll love y'all. We'll we'll take you out to eat, you know. We'll <laughs> we'll invite you in. No, you know, it's all good, man. True, but but true. you're you're going back home, right? You're going back home yeah. uh next month.
1: Yes, sir. I'll be going back home uh October second. Uh, yeah. I'll be going back home and just uh help my dad run mm-hmm. his uh, Businesses, you know, my dad yeah. does multiple businesses back home. He, uh, He's into, he has like two construction companies, and my mom mm-hmm. has got other chain stores and everything. So I feel like for like a year, I'm gonna go back home and just help them out with this mm-hmm. COVID. It hasn't been easy, you know, just being by, being by myself and stuff. Oh,
0: for sure. That's so sure.
1: yeah, I'm just gonna like try and catch up with family, and maybe after a year, I can come back here,
0: mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Well you. I mean, it, it sounds like you're always gonna make your way back to Winnipeg, brother. Winnipeg. That's the way it is. Something bro. about Winnipeg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but I, I can't imagine how difficult that must have been. Like, in the, especially in the past couple months. Um, yeah. You know, with I mean, you graduated earlier in the summer, uh, earlier yeah. this year. Like, yeah. Uh, and and you had to stick around for a, for a while in the midst of COVID, uh, with everything shut down. Man, that, I I can't imagine how that how. Uh, how tough that must have been, especially with your family away. You know right. the constant worry if if they're gonna be all right. Uh, I, I don't know how it you was, did it, bro. That's
1: it was really hard. You know, it was mm-hmm. very very hard, and uh, it was it was hard. I feel like I couldn't even tell like what was harder. You know, my my time in my my last my last mm-hmm. year in school or my year, my months waiting for my work permit. So the thing is, I could not leave uh, Canada without my work permit. I only got my mm-hmm. work permit in August and mm-hmm. I applied for it in January. So I, it, it, it typically, you, it usually would take like only three months. So if I applied in January, it should have come out like sometime in March, end of March. But right. this time, because of the COVID, it had to extend until August. Mm-hmm. So it was it was extremely hard, you know, mm-hmm. to Absolutely. just, you
0: know, yeah. But I I mean, you're you're at the point now. You you've overcome all all that stuff. You're you're done yes, school sir. the six yes, tough years of grinding, bro. And yes, and now you're gonna be able to go back home and and actually put that degree to use. It sounds like with with all the business and the family. Oh yeah, uh, true. it sounds like you're gonna be put to work, bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a great opportunity. I'm excited about that. You know absolutely I'm excited, man <laughs> well I'm, yeah. ex- I'm
0: excited for you bro and i know we're gonna miss you when, when you head back home but as as we've heard in your testimony and your story i'm sure we're gonna see you again bro oh yeah definitely we're gonna definitely. see you again <laughs> man, Definitely, but, uh, i'll definitely
1: miss my uh my, my true family you know yes sir we love we appreciate you, and love you bro absolutely yes,
0: sir. man yes, sir. Uh, if yeah. you guys didn't know elvis also served on our uh, hyphen committee um, he, is, he has been a speaker at many of our youth events over, the, over these six years that he's been here. Uh, so he's been using the church in, in many different ways in our, uh, in, our, in our youth department. And so uh, we're definitely going to miss him when he heads back home. But uh, be sure to say a prayer for him of, of safe travels uh, as he transitions back uh, to his home in, in Zambia. Uh, but hopefully you guys have uh, learned a little bit about this, this incredible, incredible young man. And uh, at this time, I want to transition, bro, into a little bit of a, yeah. a, uh, a different topic. And this is something that we've been discussing over the past uh, two weeks or so. Um, and, and many of, of, of us are probably aware of the situation. And, and, and I'll say it's a situation, uh, but really, this has been going on for as long as we can go back to. Uh, I, I think the only reason that we're hearing a lot more about it now is because it's being amplified. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a good thing, you know, the message is being amplified, uh, the situation is being uh, made more aware to people who are maybe are not as connected, uh, who maybe are not experiencing this uh, same thing. And, and the thing I'm talking about is racism, racism and social injustices. This is something and it's definitely uh, like I mean, the, we look at the, the past couple cases that have been going on um, in the past couple months months have, have really been elevated. And it's a lot of tragedies that have been taking place, you know, a lot of uh, individuals of color uh, especially with with a black skin color have uh, lost their lives in in situations that really they shouldn't have right really really uh, you know, it's those moments that uh, Things have escalated to the point because it's driven by maybe hatred driven by fear all kinds of factors I think that are coming into play here and I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this bro um yeah. and, and you know I'm not just I'm not just bringing this topic up because you are also an individual of color um but uh, I I mean we and we'll, we'll, I'll be, I'll talk about this now because we were just at a restaurant today folks
1: today yeah <laughs> just tonight crazy. and let me tell you this like we yeah. were
0: supposed to record this episode in the morning like we were supposed to do yeah. this this morning uh and, and last night we we're at bible study and and we we just uh got to touching base and and out of nowhere uh we decided we would, we would do this after our dinner that we also had planned uh like a week ago and Shoot. so we 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 pushed this episode uh to the evening uh which is what we're doing right now uh but a couple hours ago we were at this restaurant and uh and we had a situation elvis maybe you could talk, talk to us about <laughs> this bro because it actually it's blowing my mind bro and, yeah, and you know what? I, I shouldn't be surprised because yeah. uh, I know that this is happening all over the world. True. I mean, it's happening, of course, in the States is where a lot of the stuff we're hearing about on the news. But it's happening here in Canada, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and it happens to, to different cultures, I, I think, as well, um, especially mm-hmm. in Canada. Um, and, and so like it, I shouldn't be surprised about it. But, you know, it, it's obviously different when it's someone close to you, someone you know right and, and it happened at a place that we were we were at so i, I don't know I was, talk to us a little bit about what happened tonight bro like this
1: yes so just uh um, just a few hours ago you know just a few hours yeah. ago uh we made plans to to hang out you know go for dinner and uh we're supposed to meet up six thirty. so yeah i arrived at the restaurant um like at 6 30 so you, uh, you came on time uh, as yeah i came on time so you guys were <laughs> a well, bit sure late you know? time. <laughs> yeah so you guys are a bit late so i arrived at the restaurant and um, i entered the restaurant and i found uh, the owner of the, of the restaurant the lady there she's uh she's i think she's chinese a chinese lady she uh she asked me she said oh, can i help you i said oh yeah i would like to have a table for three And uh, the lady said, I'm sorry, we are at full capacity right now. We cannot sit you down. I said, "Uh, really, I kind of delayed there. And I said, is it okay if I can wait? Because I have friends that are coming, so I have to wait for them regardless. So she said, "Uh, okay, that's all right. You you can just sit right there in the corner as you wait. I said, okay, sure. Then I sat in the table, which was in the corner, as I waited. And... uh, I don't think anyone even left that restaurant and uh Giselle and and uh three of the other brothers entered and she did not talk about capacity she did not ask them you know if they could wait or anything mm-hmm. she just welcomed them but she did not mm-hmm. know how like they were going to join me and uh, yeah. they later joined me and other brother joined uh, joined mm-hmm. us and uh then she said, oh, you, you guys shouldn't sit in the corner. You guys should move closer, like, uh, in the middle, you know. Uh, that the, part, too, was... That part, nah, too. So, like, all, all of that happening, you know, not, not mentioning about the capacity being full or, like, um, them having to wait or anything. And they came in, the, the four of them, compared to mm-hmm. I was just alone. So that, to me, I knew what was happening, but I just didn't really want to pay it no mind and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's hurtful though but it, it's okay
0: it's yeah okay. like but yeah. Uh, honestly bro like and, and I know we, we, we mentioned this when we were sitting in, at, the, at the restaurant there in person like how you know we're sorry that happened to you bro that we're sorry that that took place and, yeah. and I, I just rec- recalling back to the moment you know when we all sat down there was six of us in total uh, mm-hmm. so of course you and then the rest of us and the rest of us, we're all Filipino. Like, <laughs> we got the other brothers. We're all Filipino. We're, we we try to yeah. diversify, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but what can we do, right? We're all Filipino. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and, and of course, we got had our brother Elvis here. And and honestly, bro, like when 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 we sat down and, and you told us about it, it was just like, you know, it, it wasn't just like surprise, but it was like genuine. Like we were, I, I know, I I speak for myself. but I know my brother was like, we were like upset, bro. We were like. You know, of course, it's because you know you are our brother. You know, you are yeah. you're one of our, our good friends, and the fact that it happened to you was it really hit home for us. Um, yeah. One observation that my brother made, uh, and I don't know if this is like, you know, something. Just the fact that um, when it happened to you, it, it didn't seem like you were surprised by it. No, you know what i mean I like, was, no. and, and that's like that's so crazy me, bro. That, like that's like insane that, that that just like lets us know how how crazy and how much of a really what is actually a pandemic bro mm-hmm. we're talking about COVID being a pandemic but really racism how rampant it is even in a, yeah. in a city that many of us that live in winnipeg think is not as you know not as crazy right not as True. Not not as um, but really it's there and and it's and it's in the little things like like that. Right. Yeah. It was it wasn't blatant like, oh you're black, you know. Yeah. It's it's never it's never like that. It's never like that. Exactly. It's never open like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But but we we won't notice that unless we actually experienced it, right? Like if we literally just walked into that restaurant, a restaurant that we've gone to many times before, bro. Like this is not like Mm -hmm. the first time we've been here. Uh, I mean, for us. I mean, it was your first time. It was but my first time, yeah. It was your first time, yeah. But we've we've mm. gone to this restaurant. It's one of our favorite restaurants, which is yeah. like another thing that made us sad. We're like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did everything right, <laughs> <laughs> but this one, the, <laughs> this one thing. But this one thing, oh man. But but yeah. we, we we've gone to this restaurant. We we love this restaurant. The lady that that you're referencing has always been mm-hmm. you know so kind to us, and so it's it, it's it was kind of a shocker in that sense um but but it it really it really hit hard for for us you know just just and me especially and i think that uh the fact that it happened today bro Mm -hmm. like like today of all days and we're just talking about this like of all days the day that we decided to record this episode and and have this kind of conversation is just uh insane to me bro And, and, and i want i want you to maybe touch on this for us a little bit like like your experiences uh living in in canada for example Uh, and you talked about you know um, in the UK a little bit I remember we had this conversation even like years back like the situation in the UK like it's it's tougher for somebody like you uh, coming from you know another country uh, to 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 live a life there and 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 not feel that pressure you know like you said that the the immigration laws and, and you know the things they have set up already in their system right and obviously not as it, it might seem like it's not as obvious in canada but it's there i, I just want to know bro like in your six years of living here like like how has that experience been as a black man as an individual of color like living in in, in canada winnipeg specifically i don't know what. i know you visited other places in canada like what what was it like in your experiences and have you encountered this on a regular basis like just just to give us a little bit of an awareness uh in your life specifically?
1: Yeah. I feel like um, I would say... I've never experienced, like, extreme form of racism. But Mm -hmm. I have experienced, like, uh, racism, which is, like... uh, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like even the people who are being racist don't even realize that it's being racist when they do some things, right? Like, let me give you an example, right? Um, I was driving my car down Saint Vital. And mm. the thing is, like you know, I drive a Mercedes Benz,
0: right? And hey, let me repeat that. he's driving some Mercedes Benz. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't driving no Honda yeah. Civic. He ain't driving no Honda Accord. Yeah. He's driving a Mercedes Benz. Anyways, continue. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I
1: mean you know thank God for, for his blessings, you know. But, yes sir. Yes sir. So I was driving my car and I feel like Maybe the type of because of the type of car it is, um, a, a cop actually like followed me through and stopped me. Now, my time up to right now, I use a license, a Zambian license. Now, mm-hmm. the time I came in twenty fourteen, it's now changed. But the law is, for your license, your for your license from your home country can only be valid with um, with an officer later that is uh, that is made by the. The government of of Mm -hmm. of of Manitoba, the provincial government, so MPI, MPI, yeah. So uh, my license alone does not is not valid, you know, unless I'm visiting for like a week or a month or something. Right. But if I but if I own a car, I have to have the option later. So for you to ask for my license alone, it's it's like invalid. You have to ask for the option later too. So. I was followed by a cop and he stopped me and he asked me he only asked for my license and i gave him my license he looked at my license he looked at my face the face matched there was no like reason he asked me oh i i stopped you because i want to check your insurance so i stopped you because i want to you check your your um you you made a wrong turn or you made a mistake driving i feel like it w- he just wanted to just see that hey is this person actually the owner of this car or mm. or something in those lines you know right. and when he let me go, I was happy but when i get, when I got home, I started to like reflect I started to think I was like, you know that actually did not make any sense. why was I stopped? there was no problem there was no mention of every, anything. He just looked at my license and let me go but like those kinds of um those kinds of issues i've I've experienced them in in many instances like sometimes you have you're you're studying in school late night you're studying and excuse me you're you're walking to your uh to your car or you're walking to catch a bus or something and you're you're walking towards people of a different race they kind of feel you can see how and you know you can feel the energy that someone feels uncomfortable yeah. mm-hmm. maybe they maybe feel like you can mug them or, or anything of that nature right. or when you visit a store and I'm in Montreal or I visit Toronto or, or, or I visit the U S and I'm heading home or something and you enter a store and like someone follows you say, is there anything I can help you with? He said, no, there's nothing. I'm good. And still they're like, still there. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they're following you. It's like, okay, do you think I'm going to steal because I'm, you know, like mm-hmm. all these, it's the small things. And, and also even just like, experiences in in groups you know asper is dominantly white and many times you know you're in asper you you are in a group and you you find yourself in a many times i i love to be in like diversified groups you know for us to because like business school we did a lot of projects so we had to Mm -hmm. work with many people i love to be in diversified groups because they were more neutral Mm -hmm. i remember many times i would be like in a completely dominantly Uh, white group some groups were amazing i've i have white friends and some groups were amazing but sometimes i feel like when you like many people who are in the u of m would come from like small towns outside winnipeg so some some of them it's not like they even know that this is unfair discrimination some of them it's just like they're just like it's just they are acting out of like how they grew up maybe you know but Mm -hmm. many times i'm in a group and i I say something it will not be taken credible unless i say okay look the textbook actually says this like i read this you know then in some instances that happened in some instances you know it was just like it was just like like flowing you know you just say something and the group is just like organic and some groups you could tell like it's so easy for a person of color to tell if someone is either racist or they're just not familiar or comfortable with the other races. Maybe they just never grew up around people of color. Maybe they just like watch too many movies and they stereotype, like every black person is from the hood or from the village in yeah. Africa. You know, they cannot yeah. really think that you are, you can articulate stuff and you you know you you are you are a person of logic. So mm-hmm. like. I've experienced those um, instances in school, in the grocery store, you know. But it's not all the time. It's not all the time. But yeah. even the rare times that these things happen, even if it happens like like once uh, every two weeks, but when it happens, it's, it's very hurtful because it can start to get to you into thinking like, well, like maybe they're right. Maybe the mm-hmm. stereotypes are true. Maybe I'm less than, maybe, you know like yeah. but at the point where i have reached i feel like i have become kind of more understanding and that's why even the, the like today i didn't even take it that hard i just laughed about it and i, I shared i said you know this this is this and this happened and i didn't really take it to heart because um when i just came to canada it was really it was really uh, like hard for me to really understand it. and i started to like do a lot of research and doing research on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and doing all these here. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after a while, you start to really understand that you know, um, like, racism is something that is built on a on a stupid ideology that just because someone uh, is not you know of a different skin pigment then you judge their character, you judge their moral compass, you judge their thinking capacity, you judge their their um, their income status, you judge who they are. But ideally, you don't even know this person might be educated, this person might be uh, a Christian, this person might be a person of integrity or character. But just because this person looks a certain way, you already judge them as, oh, these people are just like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I feel like the ideology is very... It's
0: it's it's insane. Yeah, I and and I I agree with what you said earlier. Like, uh, you know, sometimes it it, it's just it's not even intentional. It's not even like, and and I think that the experience today I think falls in that category. Like, I don't think she, uh, you know, meant to uh, do anything hurtful in that way or or meant to. But but it's like built almost into into her idea into the way she thinks. It's, it's built into, like, a lot of the, the way that uh, people act in, in this country, in the, in the United States, and in, in other parts of the world. Um, and, and I think that's, like, the, the, the real big problem there. I, I mean, like, if, 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 if I had that uh, experience that you had, that same experience that, uh, of going to a grocery store and, and, you know, being followed around because people are thinking that I might do something kind of crazy... You know and, and you mentioned that that's like small thing but 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 really if you think about it like individually this this moment if that happened to me bro bro i would be like what is this person doing like well, this, this is the most suspect thing and it would make me literally want to just turn around and tell them like who i am like just yeah, <laughs> yeah. explain like like you don't have to do this and, and the fact that that people all over the world specifically in north america Right, mm-hmm. are, are 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 experiencing this on a regular basis to the point that it, it's not even like affecting them anymore. Right. right. It is is right. a crazy thing and, and obviously like I'm thankful as well that your experiences haven't even the, the one that you got pulled over with, um didn't escalate to a point where somebody got hurt, somebody's yeah. life was lost. I'm thankful mm-hmm. to God for that, bro. Um, I'm really thankful too, because these things, it can
1: easily, it can easily escalate, it can Mm -hmm. easily escalate, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm truly thankful, because when it comes to like, the police, you know, you're supposed to act a certain kind of way, even Mm -hmm. though you feel like they are wrong, you know, you have to still act a certain kind of way. And I'm truly thankful that you know it did not escalate to where I'm hurt or I get a record or I get a bad uh, record on my on my on my on my status or affect my immigration. I'm really thankful that it went Absolutely. well. But still, it's it's a shameful thing, and and such things should not be happening. If I did not Absolutely. do anything, there should be no reason for you to just stop me just to make sure it's me like. The, yeah. the, like the car is not stolen or i'm the right yeah. person driving
0: the car or something like that you know that's profiling at its, at its finest right yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's it man and like mm-hmm. you know as as fortunate as as, as, as you have been in, in the situation you know we look at what's happened in the past couple months right and, yeah. and this is kind of where i wanted to Kind of open up the conversation a bit you know in the, in the news that we hear and we're, we're hearing it a lot more nowadays like right. the the names of individuals who have uh you know lost their lives we look at mm-hmm. you know uh, ahmad we look at Breonna taylor we look at you know all the the, the list of names is, is quite long of individuals mm-hmm. who have uh literally been in situations where th- they shouldn't have lost their lives Mm -hmm. right but but they did and it's the it's the 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 tragic fact that it happened uh because of this root right there's like this ideology that you mentioned that is instilled in them maybe from the day they were you know raised up as a child maybe it's just Mm -hmm. instilled in their heart uh because of the what the enemy has placed in their heart right what what uh, what kind of evil spirits have have come in and infiltrated their thought processes uh, but but i'm I'm just curious, bro like is, is this something that could like easily be avoided or or is it like maybe harder than we think? I, I don't know because for me it's easy mm-hmm. it's easy for me to say like oh just just do this <laughs> right yeah, uh, but that would yeah. be ignorant of me right That would be ignorant yeah. of me to say that because you know I've never experienced it. I've never mm-hmm. been in a place where I, I literally feared for my life or or, or felt the pain of, of somebody uh, assuming that I'm, I'm a certain thing because of the way I look. So, uh, like, uh, for me, it's it's it, it's not easy for me to comprehend right away. And, and I think there are a lot of uh, people listening to this podcast as so well who feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we, uh, we want to do our best to, to help in this situation, right? right. We want to do our best to, like, you know what? And really, my question that I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to articulate, is what what can we do, like, to simplify the actions? Like, what can we mm-hmm. do?
1: Okay, so um, you you said is it something that can be easily avoided? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something that cannot be easily avoided, because, uh, you know, when when it comes to like issues that can be solved with, let's say, rationalizing stuff. It's much easier, you know, you can talk your way out of something, right? But then, like, when someone approaches you, already they have this certain aggression to them, you know? And, like, it can easily escalate. Like, any small thing that you would have done can easily set off a whole fire. You right. know, Because I have... I have been in 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 moments when I I, I visit the U.S. and I, and I'm driving in the U.S. And I'm thinking, if I am stopped right now, I don't know how it might just turn out. You know, anything can just happen. Mm-hmm. So when you look at people like like uh, like George Floyd, for example, yeah, you know, I mean Trevor Martin, you know, like it's it's not so much about like what these people did. It's like someone, it's like a, a person that approached them already, knowing that you don't have you you don't have the audacity to even like any small mistake will just like easily escalate That's it. because in the first instant they the approach that they give to you now I'm a Christian but if there's something that I've been struggling with is people's energy right many times if someone comes to you with bad energy, it's easy to just like, hey, I don't want to deal with you. Mm-hmm. You know? It, yeah. It's it's really hard for someone to come with bad energy and, and, and you give back good energy. You know? You yeah. have to, I have to pray for that. You yeah. know? And it, it, it's, it's really hard. But then like, that's what happens in many instances when the police approach. They have a certain expectation. And once someone just, the smallest mistake, maybe, you know, they, they pull you over, maybe you, you drop your phone, you, you, you're going to try to pick up your phone, you want to scratch, you move up, you fidget. It's, oh, you have a gun. Oh, this, in, it can easily be set off, you know. And it's really hard. It's, it's, it, I don't think it can easily be avoided because if you look at the, the issues of George Floyd, they say this man was just trying to buy, I don't know, he had a fake dollar note and he bought a pack of cigarettes or something like that. Yeah. You know? But then they the they, 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 you know they held him down, had the knee on the neck and he couldn't breathe. And if you look at issues like Dylan Wolf, the you know the 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 white guy that oh, shot yeah. up people, yeah. He was arrested very respectfully and he yeah. said I'm hungry and they took him to McDonald's. The police bought him food. But if you look at George Floyd, he it was just a twenty dollar note, you know, yeah. a fake twenty dollar note. Now it's 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 a sin, it's a crime, but like look at the difference. This person yeah. shot people. This person had a fake dollar note. At least you could have just let him breathe all oh, he wanted he didn't want food. He didn't mm-hmm. ask for food like the like the like uh, Dylan Wolf who asked for food, hey I'm hungry. No, he just asked to breathe. Mm-hmm. And his crime, I mean there's no they say all sin is the same but with crime there there are different degrees of crime this guy was killing people this one had just a fake dollar note and in whatever the case it's too it's too extreme the person who's killing people can actually ask for food and you can buy them mcdonald's and this person is asking to breathe and you can't give them the most basic right just to breathe You know, and it's easy for someone to say, oh, no, but, you know, George Floyd, maybe he was aggressive. He was already handcuffed. You know, he was already handcuffed. There was no reason whatsoever to have your knee there. You see already that there is hatred there. There is judgment there. You already are seeing someone, this is less than. And even the way the Dylann Roof was... uh, was, was approached you know he was arrested respectfully they bought him food compared to you know the guy who had just fake dollar and not so I feel like it's really hard to avoid it because it doesn't matter how whether you're educated or not how you dress up it can easily become anyone you know mm-hmm. it can easily become anyone and if you say uh, what actions can we do first of all I, f- I would like to say what actions we should not do The things that we should not do, we should not ignore these things. It's easy to say, oh no, like, yo, racism is like, that stuff is old. That stuff is old. Now the world is fine. Mm
0: -hmm. No,
1: it's not. Racism still exists right now. You know, there's um, a researcher who once said that uh, black people in North America think about race every day. Mm. Which is mind-blowing because it's the smallest thing. Something happens but did this happen because i am a black person you know or but it's it's it happens almost all the time so the worst thing that we can we think one of the things we should not do is ignore these things or believe that these things do not exist or think that people are just pulling a race card because these things are truly there right you know i always think of racism as, as some of the issues and problems that are happening in Africa. So in Africa, there, there are issues of, of corruption, you know, political corruption. And, and it's always the case that the people who are benefiting from it or people who are well-off, they always think, oh, no, the country's not corrupt. Mm-hmm. If you talk about Africa or Southeast Asia, they always say, oh, no, the, 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 the country's not corrupt because they're well-off. But the people who are actually in, in, are experiencing the, the short end of the stick, they always say, oh, every day, you know, there, there is corruption because they're feeling the effects. So yeah. one of the things we should not do is we should not ignore these things. We should not uh, think that they do not exist and we should not be thinking that people are just trying to pull the risk card because people are truly experiencing these things. Absolutely. And what we can do now is we have to, we have to speak on these things. You know, everyone, I'm sure in this day and age, everyone has a social media, you know, platform. You know, we should not shy away to, like, avoid talking about these things, but we should actually talk about these things. Share it on your social media if you see uh, something, you know, that is, uh, that is, uh, that is shameful. You know, you can use your platform. Speak mm-hmm. on it. You know, talk to your friends about it. You know, and um, do do not be silent about it because being silent is not being helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to you need to speak on this. You know, there are many other ways. You know, some people are being more creative, like you just said. You have a podcast. You're using your platform too. You can so anyone can you start a podcast? If you can start a podcast, share it on your page. Talk about it with a friend or two. But we have to uh, talk about these things. Not just racism, but every form of unfair discrimination,
0: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely bro i and I think that's like it, it sounds basic, mm-hmm. like the things that we can do, but the impact that it has mm-hmm. to simply not just to not ignore and to to talk about it I think is, is is key and 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 you know that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this particular episode, bro. Um, and I've had the the blessing and opportunity to talk to some other people about the situation and, and the current uh, so the current news and the social injustices and all the stuff that's going on and just have an idea uh into their mind and, and and I wanted to do the same thing with you here just to uh kind of uh feel what you feel in in, in a lot of cases um and, and kind of have an understanding of of how these things are are still happening in 2020. Right, in 2020, 2020. In, in a year we've been talking about vision and moving forward in, in a year that you know we, we should be past this. we should be in True. a time where we should be loving everybody and mm-hmm. uh, you know having those open conversations about 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 the gospel, the saving gospel of Jesus Christ and, and the seasons and the t- moments when we should really be accepting of of, of, uh, of people maybe not ex- accepting of lifestyles but accepting of people What right? like we're called to love people and called to lead people and um it's it's crazy that this is happening in 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 the year that we are living in in the time that we are living in um mm-hmm. and, and and you mentioned it you touched there bro it, it it comes down to uh like in all the situations that that we've been talking about in all the mm-hmm. in all the George Floyd with with Brianna Taylor no it all came down to that preconceived idea, right? That's what it came down to that that the yeah. idea that they had already in their mind that that this person is a criminal, this person is a degenerate, this person is, you know, probably armed and violent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's one of the things that uh, we need to have conversations about is 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 the root of all of this, which is sin, right? True. Which 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 is sin, and and. Um, you know, opening up that conversation and recognizing that with sin in our lives It, it can bring in all these negative connotations, negative ideas uh, Negative energy uh, about, uh, about ourselves, about other people, about other cultures Which leads us to act a certain way and, and that's why we have all of these escalated situations Because people are living their lives thinking about another person in this evil, misconceived way and it causes them right. to to act on fear it causes them to act on uh but but as the scripture says god has not given us a spirit of fear right yeah. god yeah. god has has given us uh, uh, uh the ability to have clarity mm-hmm. in, in in the way that we live our lives and and you have that gift bro and you talked about it and you, know, you you have the ability to to sense when, when when somebody's uh got something negative in them you've got the ability to sense when there's uh uh, this this energy this attitude that has uh not been of god but but rather of of some other kind of messed up uh, uh, idea or or mentality i oh, yeah. um, i mean I, as as a man bro that that has gone through some of these experiences that that understands the the struggle um but also lives a life uh that is for god you 've given your life in many different ways to ministry. Uh, you've ministered to many of our to our young people on many occasions. Uh, what can we do as the church? You know, we're all called mm-hmm. to love. We're all called. And, of course, um, you know, uh, racism is something that, that has unfortunately made its way into many different areas of the world, including the church, unfortunately. I mean, that's another topic for another time because that's a big topic. Yeah, uh, that's a very uh, big topic. And we, maybe we'll talk about that down the road. But, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's made its way into a lot of different things, and and maybe like we've been mentioning earlier, not in the most blatant way, but it's there. Mm. Um, yeah. and, and so I want to I want to I wanna know, bro. Like, what what can we do as the body of Christ? What can we do as believers and as Christians? How do how do we respond to it? Because we don't respond to it the way that the world does, yeah. right? We don't respond yeah. to it the way that everybody else. We don't riot. We don't do all this crazy stuff, right? We 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 respond in in the right way. And, and I and, no, so and we, I'm don't, blessed.
1: we don't. Riot loot or
0: anything like We're that. We're not trying to go to Portage Place and break down the businesses, bro. We're not trying to go <laughs> you know, but but honestly bro, I I was really blessed as well at the same time. I I was it was sad to see uh what happened and, and know what happened, but I was also blessed to see the way that you handled it and responded to it. And and the fact that you mentioned also that, you know, this is something that doesn't get to you as much because you're understanding too. Um really really is important I think for for all of us. Uh, to have that same kind of uh, mentality, uh, like, we understand why this is happening, and, mm-hmm. and so now now I know how to respond. Because right. you think about it, th- this is why people are rioting, because mm-hmm. they don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree with that? Like, like they're doing all this stuff, they're just causing all kinds of damage, Um, and, and, and of course, you know, I'm not one to speak on all that stuff, but, but it literally comes down to... A lot of people don't know what, what to do in this situation.
1: How to respond.
0: Yeah. How to respond. And so, tell we, us about that, bro. Like, talk to us about our response as the church.
1: Uh, before I talk about that, I would like to say that, you know, in, in tough times, I believe we have a choice to make. Right. When tough times come to us, we have a choice to make. Before anything else, we have a choice to make. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to really go into depth with this, but I'm just going to, like, just touch on the surface. Even when we talk about, like, the civil rights movement when it began, you know, the, uh, there were two sides of it. There was Malcolm X, there was uh, Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And if I was living in those times, I would, I, in those tough times, I still would have had to make a choice. Do I go for no violence, you know, Martin Luther King? Do I go for the more aggressive and uh, approach of Malcolm X? Right. Because in, in tough times, we have a choice to make even right now what is happening there are people that are good people out there, there are, and w- what is crazy is that the people that are actually organizing these uh, demonstrations or these these uh these protests are actually young people you know in the u.s you find like uh, uh just high school graduates they're making like uh 1500 people fifteen thousand people show up to uh, f- for a protest mm-hmm. but uh, however, I, I, there, just wanna, I just want to i just want to say be... real quick
0: bro like i just want to say yeah. like to clarify for the podcast uh yeah. protesting is, is i'm all for protesting yeah absolutely like but not protests, the right but, but 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 you protest the right way <laughs> that's yeah. What I, that's what yeah i just want to no looting that. no, no right nah, yeah man, we don't we don't need all that and, and actually no like, just a shout out to winnipeg man they, they did some yeah. protests uh uh when when all that stuff was going down a couple months back and it was yeah. it was a beautiful thing to see man uh, oh yeah so you, many people came out I saw a lot of the people numbers, there you know? were, were you there as well were you there
1: no, sir, I was uh, no. very skeptical about the COVID side. So yeah, that's, that's what I was but thinking I was, too.
0: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was supporting
1: on my social media. Yeah, man. I was like, man, shout out to y'all, this but COVID's yeah, still on. Yeah. I
0: think y'all yeah. forgot about COVID.
1: Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Anyways, anyway, so yeah, I just like to talk you say, that. yeah, but like you said, you know, so there are people who are protesting, and I think they're doing an amazing job because if if, if things are bad, people should speak up because, right. like the Bible says, we we. The righteous are bold like a lion, you know. We are not mm-hmm. to have a spirit of timid. The Bible mm-hmm. says that the, the wicked, they run when no one is, is chasing them. So right. we are to be bold. If something is wrong, we should speak up. We should protest peacefully. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be, in every good thing, there's going to be some some people who are just going to look for opportunities to do evil. So yeah. that people are going to start to riot and just rem- release anger. And mm-hmm. they're going to start looting and stealing. And that is wrong and i feel like as the church we have a responsibility that goes beyond protest that goes beyond even just organizing in our communities we have a higher responsibility because Mm -hmm. what as we as a church one thing that we can do is to pray that is what we can do we can pray and excuse me we can start to impact our community which will later lead to us impacting our 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 city us impacting our province and to further impacting our country so why do I say this because even the Bible in Luke 18 verse 1 says that um, Jesus spake a parable unto them to, to, and said that unto this unto this end men ought to always pray and faint not and like you know the Bible also says pray without season you know and The reason we should pray is because uh, racism, like you mentioned, is not just in our society. It's also in our church. Mm -hmm. You know, There are some churches where you find some people... Some people are just racist. Other people, Mm -hmm. they are not racist. They're just not familiar with the races. And they're just skeptical. Can I touch this person? I'm not comfortable. I want to pray for them. I can't touch them. And the other person on the receiving end is thinking... I saw you pray for that person, you're touching that person, but you come to me, you are keeping a distance. Mm. Like, you know, it's easy to take offense because already if they're already experiencing, like I was talking about, the police is acting some type of way, the lady at the restaurant is acting some type of way, mm-hmm. and then in church, maybe you are genuinely not familiar with other races, but when you do that to, towards me, I'm thinking, maybe you are racist. Maybe they are. Yeah. Maybe they are not. Maybe they're just not familiar with other races. So, But what we can do as a church, we cannot take this upon ourselves. What we can do is seek uh, what the Bible says. You know the Bible in Hebrews 12 verse 14 says that you should follow peace with all men and holiness because without which you shall not see the Lord. So you cannot mm-hmm. just say, no, I'm, I'm just not familiar with these races. I'm scared to touch this person. I'm if you, have, if you are having that problem, it's okay to have that problem. But the Bible says that, please give all your anxieties to God. Yeah. You know? Every, all your anxieties. If something is hurting your, your, your brother, you know, you, you shouldn't just say, oh, this is how I am. I'm just not familiar with other races. Or I just don't like other races. Or whatever excuse you can give, you should actually take it to the Lord in prayer. You know, and actually pray about these things. And, and you know, I know sometimes some things, they, they, they kind of feel like it's such a basic solution. But, you know, Paul said, don't rob the gospel. Don't take away, don't underestimate the simplicity of the gospel. That mm-hmm. when you just pray about something, it can truly change. It Absolutely. can change a whole lot yeah the simplicity of the gospel, just the basic fact that I'm gonna just talk to God that I cannot see will change all these scenarios yes prayer can can really change a, a lot of things you know and mm-hmm. uh, the bible also says uh the, in James four verse seventeen that there, uh, therefore to him who knoweth what is good and doesn't do it, he commits sin mm-hmm. if you know that if I act this certain way, would I want my? Would I wanna be in the position where I'm treated in this way? And right. you know it's bad, and you treat your brother in that way. Right. You know that is sin. You know so. When it comes to this aspect of racism, the thing is, the person who is racist will never accept a that racist. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. The person who is racist will never accept a racist. Why? Because they say, "Oh no, I'm just. I just. This is just how I am." Oh no, I'm just not familiar with other races. Oh no, I just I just don't feel comfortable around these people. Oh no, it's just that mm-hmm. I just feel like it's always going to be an excuse.
0: Absolutely. You know? But
1: we have to uh take it up upon ourselves and 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 pray about these things and not just not just the people who are experiencing like not just people who are actually doing these things but even the people who are on the receiving end. Sometimes it's so easy to see You can easily tell if someone struggles to be around other races or they act weird you know you can actually take it upon yourself and pray for that brother and pray for that sister and before you know it you know prayer changes things before you know it that person is is more some people will even you never know some people actually approach and say hey I was comfortable to be around you, but now... Because prayer does change things. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, that person's testimony is going to help someone else because the Bible right. says that we are going to be saved by the word of our testimony and by the right. blood. So testimonies are very powerful. So I feel like prayer as a church, we should take um, prayer very serious. And we should... N- really understand like the bible says in romans 2 verse 11 that god is not a respecter of person Mm -hmm. we are all equal in god's eyes so we should take that serious you know because you don't want to be cursed by thinking oh i'm better because i'm this kind of race or that kind of race god is not a respecter of person he sees us all the same Mm -hmm. so we should uh stand up against you know unfair discrimination racism and all these uh things.
0: That's that's so good, bro. And I love that you brought these uh particular scriptures out uh for that answer cuz uh mm. and really just to just to touch on what you already said like when when we go to prayer, uh I th- I think that it's important for us to recognize as believers that when we submit everything that we are, like everything about us, right. we don't have to make excuses anymore about you know why we treated somebody like this, right? And, and uh, like you, you gave the example. You know, oh, it's it's you know, I, I, it's it's who I am. People make that excuse for sure. You know, it's I'm I'm just like I'm that kind of person, and 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 just because you you feel like you're that kind of person, it doesn't mean that you have to stay that way. No, <laughs> it doesn't mean no, that's who it. you are. <laughs> that's not your identity. Like you can, yeah. you can grow and you can become better. And I think that we need to be intentional about becoming better. And I think that That's starts true. with us completely submitting everything to God in prayer, right? In submit prayer, your yeah. submit your character. Submit who you think mm-hmm. your identity is. Submit your culture. If your mm-hmm. culture is 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 the reason that you're afraid of of people of color, then submit that. Like submit you, that. Yeah. You don't you don't have to live with with that and, and and let that be an excuse for the reason that you are treating someone the way that you do. Um, and and so I I just love I love that you touched on that Brian I love that you gave that answer because that that is exactly what we need right now we need mm-hmm. uh, especially young people like like you said it's 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 the ones that are leading these these movements the ones that are you know orchestrating these protests they're young people young right people, yeah young people yeah. we look in the Bible it's young people that that are, are have started the church it's young people that 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 made things go I'm not trying to put young people on a pedestal. But there is a level of responsibility that is given to young people right now in the season Uh, and 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 you feel that responsibility as a young man I feel that responsibility as a young man and and we have to answer that call we have to step out and and, and say you know God put us in this position of of, I mean you look at social media who's running social media right young people (laughs) Young people Yeah uh, and, if I, and if I see That's any true. 50 year old plus On TikTok Then we, we gotta pray for them man. You know what I mean Like no, What are you doing here uh, What are you doing <laughs> Get off yeah. TikTok uh, but, but Young people They're they're strong on the internet They've got the resources A lot of them Are, are Just like you You know Coming out of uh, Business school They've got This whole World set before them uh, Young people Have a lot of potential And it's not to say That other age groups Or other people Don't have that potential But Right now, I just want to talk to young people because because we're the generation right now that is called to make a difference.
1: Right.
0: Right. right. We're the ones. And, and, you know, these little uh, interactions that we have, these conversations that we have uh, mm-hmm. will help make the difference, right? True. And I hope, yeah. I hope from the bottom of my heart, anybody that listens to this episode, uh, I encourage you, get into conversation with somebody. If you don't understand, you know, what's happening, if you don't understand why this is happening or uh you you have thoughts in your mind of why didn't they do this or why didn't it talk to somebody about it get into open dialogue with 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 somebody who has gone through it who has experienced it and 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 you know trust me like you open your eyes big enough you will see that it's happening all around all us right. and it's it's happening everywhere you just you just talk to uh to to people who have experienced it and you'll see that it's just it's it's a regular thing that is happening and 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 this is why we need to be praying every single day we need to be reaching out for for help from the holy spirit in in these times so that we can combat it in the way that god had said in his word that we will be able to fight it yeah. right this is sin this is bottom line sin racism is sin and 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 if we read the word of god if we understand what it takes for us to fight sin then then then, then we won't have to live our lives in question of of what do we do in these moments right and and we're blessed bro that we we know God and, and what he's capable of we, that we can come to him in these moments like uh, like I said it earlier, but I was so blessed to see how how you're able to uh respond to these kind of things, respond to yeah. uh, these kind of moments man and i I think that only comes from the Holy Spirit bro like you're spirit filled. Um, and and that, that spirit has shaped your character, shaped the way you respond to things. And, you know, if God can do it for us, he can do it for anybody, right? For anybody,
1: yeah. We're yeah, just humans, of, bro. Exactly. That's we're really just, true, bro.
0: We're just humans and we make mistakes. We we love to, we love to eat food, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> who, that's who we are, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah. bro, bro. this conversation has blessed me so much, man. It is. is yeah. And I hope it's, and I know for sure it's going to bless somebody out there um yeah I, I i i usually do this for some of the episodes but uh I, i'll i open this up guys if you have any questions for brother for elvis um about any of any any of these topics shoot us a message and uh yeah. maybe down the road when 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 our brother is back in zambia we'll do like an instagram yeah. live or something and answer some yeah. of those questions we'll do <laughs> a follow-up would... that'd be fun right that'd be a good that time would could... that would be amazing that would be amazing and
1: then uh, you know uh... I just wanted to like comment on uh, what you mentioned about um, how I handled that situation you know Mm -hmm. I feel like you know uh, there is a way you can apply spirituality to social issues Mm -hmm. you know and and one of the ways how you can respond to these things is uh, uh, to actually uphold bravery Mm
0: -hmm.
1: unlike cowardness because Sometimes when you, for example, if I entered that, that restaurant and that lady, I, I noticed she was, that was unfair discrimination for my end. It's very cowardly if I said, if I had to start shouting or I started to complain or shout or all those kinds of things. Because your response to something is what really matters. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. Because if you, if you notice like the children of Israel, they were in the desert for 40 years in the wilderness 40 years jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days how long you stay in the in the challenge or a problem is how you respond the children mm-hmm. of israel they complained jesus says it is written so when we are faced with these challenges we have to respond to them accurately right you know and one of the ways we can respond is number one we shouldn't complain we should uh, place the word of god upon a situation the second way is we should uphold bravery instead of cowardness because right. if you if you read the bible in Revelation 21 verse 8 it says but the cowardly the unbelievers the the murderers the sexually immoral the magicians the idolaters the liars they're going to find themselves in the lake of fire but the people who lead that list, that mob is the cowardly. Right. So God hates the coward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it would be very cowardly of me to just start to shout and complain to that lady and raise my voice. No. I have to demonstrate bravery. And maybe at some point in her life she's going to realize, hey, even black people are welcome here. You know, I don't have to tell them capacities, full just for me to make up history. <laughs> They're just trying to eat, man. Four, four Filipino guys can just enter and just be welcome. Uh, you know what I mean? For real, for I, have real. To demonstrate, I have to demonstrate bravery because yes. our spiritual forefathers, they were brave. Yeah. Jesus was brave. You know, mm-hmm. approached by 300 uh, soldiers. They said, so we're looking for Jesus. He says, I'm here. I am the one. And they mm. fell down. He was very brave. Moses approached Pharaoh who was considered God on earth. He said, let these people go. Mm-hmm. David approaches Goliath, really strong, tall guy, and just says, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> they were brave people. Yes, And sir. I feel like even with these issues of race and, and, and fair discrimination, as hurtful as they are, we cannot be cowards and complain, be angry, be bitter, insult, and all right. these things. We have to demonstrate bravery and stand firm on the way of God and know that, hey, God is our comfort.
0: God mm-hmm. is
1: our protector. God is our defender. Regardless of how these things go, you have to understand God loves you. You are loved. You know, he will encourage you, he will protect you, he will shield you, he will bless you, and you cannot focus on someone's perspective, you know? And as a church, if I would add to church leaders or church members who can hear this, as we continue to pray. Sometimes when you're praying for a problem that's like a, a global problem. It's easy to feel faint or to feel like impact will not be felt. Right. But one of the things that as a church we can do is to know that God is able. Yes, is sir. To know that Amen. you can never re- exhaust God's resources. Because when he's done making a change in your city, in your community, in your church about racism. He has more than enough energy to continue with the same momentum to impact your whole city, your whole region, your whole province, your your whole country. He has, he you can never exhaust God's resources because this is not our fight. The fight against racism is not our fight. This is not our fight. It's God's, you know. This, yeah. is not, this is not for our glory. It's for His glory. Right. This is not... We're not using our strength. We're using His strength. Mm-hmm. We're not using... We're not, we're not, all these things, it's not, it's not our victory. It's His victory. All I'm trying to say is you can never exhaust His resources. The Bible says that, you know, now to Him who can do exceedingly abundantly that we can ask or think, mm-hmm. He can do above that we can ask. So yeah. regardless of how 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 much we we are we can accomplish we should understand that we can never exhaust his resources because when he's done when he's done answering that prayer in your local church he can he can go and he can move it to the right. whole city he can move it to the whole nation god mm-hmm. is able you have to we have to wage war against these this uh This evilness that is rooted in in, in anger and hatred and and such a, you know, a very, uh, sorry for speaking loosely, but a stupid ideology to the point where you'd rather kill a fellow person based on just how they look, Mm -hmm. you know. So we, we, we should believe that God is able and this is not our fight. This is not our fight. It is his. So when we are praying, we're we're, we're hoping he's using his strength. This is his fight. This is his war. It's not Mm -hmm. ours. So for us as a church, we are supposed to place all our anxieties in his hands and believe and trust that he will answer our prayers. And even when he's done answering our prayers, we should know that he's willing to answer even more prayers and more prayers and more prayers. Praise
0: Praise God, God, man. Praise God. It's time for us to be courageous, bro. That's it.
1: Yeah, that's that's the yeah. word
0: that we need right now in this season. That's yeah. That's exactly what we we're looking for, man. And and every yeah. person, not just young person, every person that hears um, this podcast, man, and, and hears uh, the the great uh, words, encouraging words from our brother here. Uh, take it to heart, man. In every situation that you step in, uh, be brave, be courageous. Know that God is on your side. Know that He is fighting on uh uh, fighting for you fighting on your behalf he is he is working in in our midst even when we don't see it and uh that's just an encouraging word for us to know right now man in this in this moment and i hope that this word can be spread to everybody that's the goal right that's what we're trying to do uh with with our ministry with this podcast with whatever platform we're given we want to make sure people recognize that there is a god that is greater than everything that we uh, are facing on this earth and uh he's given us the power Right, he's given mm-hmm. us the ability, right, not just to uh openly have these conversations, but we can actually rebuke the sin, rebuke this evil that is in our world today and speak against it. Um and uh I, I think that's that's very important for us to hear uh in this moment. Well, what a fantastic uh fantastic word that you've given us, bro, and fantastic conversation that we've had today. Um like I said earlier, I'm I'm extremely blessed, bro. And I'm wondering, uh before we uh close this out, if you can say a prayer for all of our listeners. Uh, Say a prayer for everybody out there that is um, tuning in and those that are not tuning in and hope that this word is somehow reaching to them as well. Um, And if you could also pray for the podcast, bro, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, And once again, thank you for joining on, bro. So lead us in a word of prayer, bro. I
1: appreciate being here. Um, Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for the amazing work that you have done. Father, I ask in Jesus Jesus Christ's name that uh, somebody may... Uh, find this podcast uh, impactful and useful and can take this information that we have shared and use it in their personal lives and use it to to, to as nourishment and use it as encouragement and use it as a tool to yes, learn and Jesus. use it as a tool to talk about these things and use it as a tool to fight against all these um Issues of, of hatred and racism yeah, and it use sky. it as a tool to build bravery and use it as a tool to to, to pray against everything that are inflicting uh, the local churches, their communities. I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, that someone might hear this podcast and find it helpful and, 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 and it might benefit their, their family, their friends, their church, their community. I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, that... This should spark up the conversations about race and this should spark up conversations about about the impacts of racism. And Lord Jesus Christ, that we as your children may start to pray and become positive examples in our communities in our schools in our workplaces in our churches and we can stand firm against hatred against bitterness against racism that we might show love and we might we might treat people as we might desire to be treated with honor, with respect, with love, with care, with understanding, and not judgment, and not hatred, and not bitterness, and not racism, we should we should stand firm, Lord Jesus Christ, and help somebody. And also Lord Jesus Christ, we wanna ask you God that you may bless this podcast, that yes. so many people may may tune in, may learn something, may may use these skills because the Bible says that Without knowledge, uh, people people perish because of lack of knowledge. People perish because of lack of knowledge. We need to know these things. We need to have information. And this information shall help us to channel and target our prayers. This information shall help us to help a brother who, who is going through a hard time through to various things that are happening in our social world we need this information i ask you lord god that you may allow more people to listen to this podcast and yes, get Jesus. information and get help and get understanding because the bible says that above all things get that understanding let this place be a hub of understanding let people come here and 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 gather wisdom and gather knowledge and gather information let more people come and 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 get information here lord i pray in jesus christ's name that you may bless this podcast i pray lord jesus christ that you can bless this episode that somebody may learn something that somebody may may help someone else with 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 the information that was shared we are truly thankful for your loving kindness and for all that you have done through this podcast and through this prayer with thanksgiving in our hearts we say thank you lord god amen
0: amen amen praise god praise god thank you so much bro brother for uh doing this episode man this was a lot of fun this was very uh informative encouraging and uh like i said many times already i hope uh those of you that are listening are blessed as well by this uh bro we'll talk about doing a follow-up but if you guys have any questions uh, about anything you guys have any concerns any Uh, you want to share a testimony with us man we'll we'll get on instagram live and we'll talk about that we'll share that testimony if it's okay with you and i'm uh, down with that yeah yeah bro and 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 then elvis can give us a little bit of a tour of his home his hometown too you know what i mean yeah yeah (laughs) yeah, that would be great that would be great i'll show
1: show you guys zambia if you like i'll be living uh in um in three weeks
0: time three weeks all right, So, yeah. yes, so we'll, we'll definitely yes, be praying for you bro we'll, I'm sure we'll hang out a few more times before you go um, yes, sir. But, but man I'm just uh, So blessed that we were able to have this con- Conversation uh, Thank you guys for tuning in uh, For this episode uh, we're going to close it out here tonight uh, But you guys can check this out uh, the, ep- the podcast as a whole On Spotify uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Breaker, Overcast Wherever you guys are listening to podcasts Check it out, share it with somebody uh, Share this episode um, I think the content in this episode is going to help a lot of people, so be sure to share it wherever you can. Follow us on Instagram um, at the bridge, Podca- bridge underscore podcast, and uh, we post uh, some of the content on there as well. And so uh, we wa- I want to thank everyone once again for the support and uh, everything that you guys have been uh, doing to share this this podcast. I hope it's a uh, blessing you guys. I, I want to use this platform continually, especially in this coming season, uh, season two. Uh, I'm just so excited of what God's going to do uh, through the conversations that we're going to have here. So uh, continue to tune in, guys, every Monday and Friday. Uh, uh, I know it's been a while, so I'm kind of going to gonna try and get into the groove still. So we'll start off with every Monday. Uh, but uh, uh, be sure to tune in continuous, continuously every week. And uh, we're going to come up with more episodes. God bless you all. Elvis, thank you again so much, brother, for joining us. And uh, we'll, welcome, we'll get bro. you connected with the bridge soon.
1: Yes, sir. It's awesome. such an honor to be here. I'm grateful.
0: Amen. Praise God. Thank you, brother. God bless you guys. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys again soon. We'll see you soon. Take care.